I should mention, with the white background and the green and red dice, it looks very Christmassy. <laughs> I, I still feel like I'm in Greenland. The Sunday Skypers. Hmm. Not sure where the best place to start this or how much how much we put in sort of the uh, the crawl at the beginning of the episode. Oh, you mean how do you want to start up the 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 game, yeah. the session? Like last time I played this with you, you had some Chimera Collective something or other, like a, a some weird organization doing something. Yeah, the organization that uh, Archie's uh, former fiance is part of. Yes, the Chimera Collective. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. And last we left uh, Archie, he I think I was trying to escape from Max Silver. <laughs> <laughs> Is he that bad? Ah, <laughs> uh, he's a character. <laughs> the Chimera Collective had uh, destroyed and uh, nearly killed a bunch of representatives to the League of Nations with some sort of death beam. Oh, crap, yes, that nasty business. This, I presume, was some time when I wasn't around. Yes, they were kidnapping people when I was, when I was, well, you know, this. It was after that that, uh... Okay, okay. I guess Rupert was off one of his uh, Antarctic or Arctic jaunts. Yeah, reading a good book, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Writing a good book. Yeah. Sitting in an easy chair at the edge of the lake wondering, what's all the fuss about? <laughs> More like climbing an ice, uh, you know, an ice sheet wall somewhere and taking down notes. <laughs> Why the meeting habits of the, the northern group grouse is fascinating. <laughs> Much pe- too perilous. What? No. <laughs> He's based on, uh, uh, vaguely on, on, uh, Fritjof Nansen, who's on his first journey to Greenland in the freezing cold, didn't stay below decks, but observed the, the, uh, you know, the wildlife, uh, the ocean wildlife, so he could then write on his way there and back, a, a, an oceanogram, uh, you know, what do you call it, an, like an, a zoology for oceans for his university. <laughs> like one of those disgusting people who have nothing better to do. <laughs> Overachieving assholes, you know. <laughs> you think his ink would have frozen it? <laughs> no, seriously. You- <laughs> That's a harsh environment. Probably also one of those that has like the uh, complete photographic memory on everything, so he didn't need to write anything down at the time. Well, he drew the he drew it. Oh, so he's got artistic talent as well. Yes, yes, he was like that too. I mean, the (laughs) the funny thing is when you read about his life, it is it reads like one of those ridiculous like penny or dime novel things. I could see him publishing his uh, papers to a letter. Is it? Can you tone it down a little bit? People don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. For the second time, I went to Greenland. I did burn my boats so that I would, you know, ski across all the way. Uh, and we did get stuck there and all that. But um, I've calmed down quite a bit since. <laughs> yes. Skiing across Greenland, we'll, we'll take a little steam out of you. <laughs> I'm trying to remember, uh, did she get away or did, is she actually in jail? You had, uh, captured, you captured yes. her. Yes. Send her off. Orgy, that is. Oh, you, you captured the Baroness? Yes. Wow. 
with actually a fairly heinous amount of pain involved, if I remember correctly. <laughs> well, that sounds appropriate, then. So the Chimera Collective is uh, up to some nastiness. Again? <laughs> what was that about cutting off the head of the... the is it a Hydra? The Collective, it has multiple heads. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, so the Baroness isn't the head of it, but only one of the heads. I see. Just a snake in a bunch. <laughs> but at least I know where she is now. She's, you know, safely in the hands of the authorities. Yeah. Or is she? Of course she is. <laughs> blink, blink. We need a duh, duh, duh sound effect. <laughs> so if we say, oh, you guys had this, uh, this death ray shot across the sky and obliterated this, uh, building of the League of Nations. Oh, my. So perhaps you have uh, looked into where that may have come from. Well, uh, as an architect of death, I think it would be in my best interest to uh, examine uh, any of those uh, devices and evidence if they uh, of what survived. I, so I can imagine him picking through the rubble looking for clues. Because I, I remember there was something on 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 the roof of the building. It was, was kind of I want to say it was like a lightning rod, but it wasn't. Uh, Mac had noticed that. Yeah, and, and so of course you know, wanna, our, you didn't go up there and investigate. True, but uh, you know Mac is the type that would say, "Oh, by the way, there was this gizmo." Yeah. It's just, Show me! <laughs> Start picking through, you know, the molten pieces of metal. So, wow, that's unusable. Well, what about this piece? So, we, we could, uh, if we need a hook, that's one possibility. Yes, I'll say that as you picked through there, you found a sort of odd crystal that had looked like it'd been melted and fused to some of the surrounding stone, and there's a little bit of metal on it. Uh, it's not much to go on, but if it's an exotic material, we might be able to trace uh, some of it back to its source. In the few days after this event, do you get uh, reports that people had seen this beam sort of uh, streaking across the skies of Europe? Oh, as in like a literal path through the sky? That, uh, yes. Well, then, uh, it seems like it would... If we travel back along the path, asking people what they've seen, maybe we can uh, home in on the source of the beam. <laughs> now, I, I, I can literally see him traveling from town to town. We're following that big blue blaze that blew away, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. yes. a, a building. And we, we want to know if you saw it at this time and. And eventually you're going to get to the point where everyone around you is like wearing, uh, uh, cloaks and knives going like, I think we're in the right neighborhood. <laughs> I'm sure along the way we might even be able to find a Rupert. After doing some investigative work, you can sort of draw a line that seems to head north. Spooky. Are you telling me it's the Swedes? <laughs> <laughs> Again? No. We're not alone up here. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not exactly north. Or maybe exactly north. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to remember my geography. Is this like leading into the Alps? It seems to draw a line kind of through Germany and then through the North Sea somewhere. Okay, this is not my home territory. I think at the at the at the next 
American embassy, I'm going to have to stop on by and uh, talk to my uh, – we're part of the Century Club, right? Yeah. Okay. Talk to my Century Club contacts and see if I can get a cable out to Rupert, who is a master of this region. Of course. As opposed to Max <laughs> Silver, who has probably been distracted. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll tie this together. We we have the technology. would uh, be no problem. Put out the Rupert signal. <laughs> I, I just can't even imagine what that looks like. I I guess it might be uh like an ice pick, an explorer's ice pick. <laughs> Cross skis. <laughs> oh, I spit crossed with a question mark. Do you have a mystery? Rupert, your man. <laughs> no, he isn't. <laughs> I think we established that in the in the, <laughs> the mystery episodes. <laughs> well, I think it, it, it's, it's come down to everyone wants to think that. <laughs> yeah. do, do you have a mysterious new continent you want to map? Yes, yes, that's that's different. Well, oh, this is definitely a job that's going to involve a little cartography and knowledge of Northern Europe, which Archie is sadly well, lacking. I can find it on a map, usually. You, <laughs> aren't aren't Europe some of your best customers? Yes, they are. But I, I would imagine it's more of the Central Southern Europeans. The Northern Europeans just don't have the same gusto for automatic weapons. <laughs> I suppose not. I guess given Alfred Nobel, it's more about explosives. Oh, yeah. And I seem to remember uh, a fondness for bolt-action rifles that went well beyond uh, any reasonable expectations. (laughs) This is all the truth. (laughs) See, I know my customers. (laughs) Yep, won't sell anything up there. Strike that off the (laughs) chart. I guess if if, if you uh, uh, contact Rupert wherever he is, he'll he'll make uh, the utmost effort to uh, appear uh, promptly and um, with all the necessary gear, whatever we're going or think we're going. <laughs> so I, I can imagine it's like meeting up in Austria, and it's like you know, I, I've got like my uh, jacket and, and maybe a, a a leather knapsack, and and Rupert shows up ready for expedition. <laughs> <laughs> uh, woolen socks, agonizingly hard leather boots, <laughs> all that stuff. <laughs> what is up with the agonizingly hard leather boots? It's from a, a, a horrible history skit about um, Scott, the, the Antarctica explorer, whose expedition was was not really well thought out. <laughs> anyway. So he had, yeah, so, so he, he had, had all the whole leather boots and the, and the picks and the, 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 uh, you know, what do you call the, the, the stick with the pointy end for checking stuff and rucksack and rifle and, and, oh no, the, the, the pistol, of course, the, the. Polar Express. Yes, yes, that one. Uh, you know, uh, other various and uh, sundry things useful for, for traveling. The wilds, yes. The wilds wilds of Northern Europe. (laughs) You have no idea what we may encounter. It could be wild Bavarians. (laughs) That would be interesting, yes. Uh, So, yeah, snowshoes and... and, uh, and, uh, I'm sure Mac would be more interested in wild Bavarians. (laughs) The fairer half, anyway. 
The ones that shave more often. Bavarians gone wild. <laughs> Anywho, Rupert, good to see you. Glad you could make the time to uh, help me with this little problem. Oh, it's quite all right, old boy. I, I wasn't uh, embroiled in anything terribly deep or or, or uh, consuming. And um, yeah, yes, the Wildwood yeah. will continue to be there next year. <laughs> <laughs> He says before the massive forest fire. <laughs> I've got a bit of a predicament. Uh, as you as you know, and I'm terrible with the name of the place because it's a meeting hall of the the League of Nations in Geneva. Oh yeah, it says, as you know about the the, the terrible business in, in Geneva. It says we we believe mad science is involved. He kind of smiles at that. He says, yes, I like mad science. Uh, <laughs> says, says, I've been trying to track down the source of this new weapon and I need your capable navigational and exploration skills in helping me hunt this down and I do the whole data download of all the available clues and stuff like that and hopefully something a little bit more enticing than North. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, yeah, Rupert's definitely on board. So where roughly... Do we have a rough idea of where it was pointing or where from it came? Best guess I got is the North Sea. Seems to point north towards the Arctic. Greenland would probably be the uh, the biggest landmass. Unless they stopped over on Iceland first. Hmm. So what, what? I've been meaning to go there and, and check out the uh, the uh, rather fascinating uh, glaciers. Yes, glaciers there. We could stop in there first. And, uh, well, so, I suppose... We shouldn't tarry. No, you are. You are. You are quite correct. Yes, should never underestimate the minds of the, the madness. No, the the mad, the minds of madness. Yes. Archie will take his two fingers, point them at his eyes, point them at uh, Rupert. Focus. Evil. Building. Blasting. <laughs> evil. <laughs> better, 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 yes. Yes. The glaciers quite. will wait. They're not going to melt or anything. No. No. Not soon. Anyway. Unless that horrible ray is, is aimed somehow at, at the glaciers. Think of the melting, the deluge. Of course, not that terribly many people live on Iceland, but it would be a rather... But if you raise the ocean sea levels, then I'm sure the Netherlands would cease to exist as we know it. <laughs> Don't be silly. Not, not the glaciers on Iceland alone. I wouldn't raise any sea levels. It depends how industrious they are. Anywho, what, what would you suggest would be the best way to get there? Uh... I, I know well, a little uh, bit about piloting a plane. I can generally point it in that direction. Yes, quite. The swiftest way would no doubt be by air. So uh, I suggest we secure an airplane mm-hmm. and a good pilot. Let's <laughs> uh, not trying to be want to do it ourselves. I can fly. I know where North is. It's not that tricky. Well, in that case, we we should uh, simply secure a, an airplane and uh, and plenty of fuel and go after that plane. Sounds like a resources roll if I need to, or or we can just say moving at the speed of plot. <laughs> yeah, I think you've got enough resources that we can just say uh, you can. Oh yeah, you're, you're sitting on a mountain of, of valuable ammunition we could get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> I would prefer to sell it than just get rid of it, but I know what you mean. Well, let's see now. Uh, in this time and age, it, it, it would be probably a incredibly cold ride. Yeah. You know, wood and canvas, and uh, I'm not even sure if planes have that kind of range. It might end up 
Yeah, you may have to, uh. I think we could fly to England, but then. Your, your trip to Iceland just because you'll have to stop there. Yes. <laughs> well, we shan't tarry. <laughs> She'll just pick up the necessary butter and, and porridge for, uh, our wow. supplies. <laughs> Morale, yes. <laughs> I haven't eaten since the beginning of this adventure. <laughs> Here, that's a butter and porridge. So I'll say that, uh, you guys are coming up with the, the airplane and assembling equipment you think you might need for your adventure. I'm assuming the perfect plane for the job would be Max plane, except for the fact that he's probably somewhere in Sicily. Yeah, you, you don't know where he he gets to strange places all the time, so. Sometimes he has to crawl away from strange places. Let's <laughs> say so you come to the airfield and, um, you notice there are a couple of suspicious characters who are just leaving your airplane. What? No. Say, um, Archie, what do you, yeah. what do you, what do you make of those, uh, those suspicious looking characters leaving our airplane? Well, I think we need to go and have a chat with them and see what they've been up to. That's, yes, that sounds neighborly. Yes. Hey, you, Weasley fellow, come over here. <laughs> All right, so he turns and sees that you're there. And, of course, they immediately drop pistols and start shooting at you. <laughs> <laughs> really? That is some harsh customer service. <laughs> Just like, okay, I don't think they're mechanics. <laughs> so we die behind a barrel of oil. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> well, there'd be some good scene aspects to throw here on the tarmac. What what season is it? Is 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 it an icy tarmac or is it? Are we high? Are we in a high altitude? Uh, so we'll say you're in uh, Scotland here, getting ready to oh to take the jump north. So it's windy then. <laughs> That's what you want. Hey, you know that I th- I I'd say that is a wonderful aspect that should be there. Okay, well if we're looking for scene aspects, uh, oil drums. Now, of course, some of them might actually be fuel drums. But we'll find that out once the bullets start flying. So, drums of assorted assorted petroleum products. We, yeah, we could call it flammable drums. <laughs> okay. Well, not all of them are necessarily flammable. You know, if you sit there and you have like a, a barrel of oil, you could sit there and shoot that full of holes all day, and it's not going to catch fire and burn. But if it's kerosene, well, that's a different animal. Petroleum products of various volatility. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a is it a cramped little airfield or a big one? I mean, um, I, I imagine it's just a totally rinky dink thing with like maybe a a, a single uh, hangar and yeah. the actual. It's so small it doesn't have a control tower. Well, yeah, considering this is also the 1920s. Yeah, yeah. Airports. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Then there has to be like uh, a horse-drawn uh, cart with our stuff on. <laughs> oh yeah. Because they still had those then. <laughs> Has absolutely nothing to do as a, a tagable aspect, but there's a windsaw, so that way we know that it's windy. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, the wind! It is all coming off from the ocean. <laughs> For adjustments and so forth. All right, that'll work. So then I think uh, if we go by alertness order... Oh, um... <laughs> Archie. Okay. Well, I, I'm a firm believer in sh- uh, doing to uh, others before getting done to myself. So if they're drawing pistols, uh, 
I'm just trying to think, would it be better to shoot first or die for cover? <laughs> You're American, man. You don't die for cover. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not bulletproof either. And, you you know, make cover by, by superior muscle flash activity stuff. Some off I drag Rupert behind cover since his 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 alertness is less. <laughs> Would that actually work? Yeah. No, we'll, we'll do that. We'll, we'll grab uh, Rupert by the collar and drag him behind some barrels and say, "Guns." <laughs> we do know what they are, you know. The Empire. You might have heard of it. <laughs> yeah, you can set up um, a temporary aspect to Rupert of undercover. Absolutely. So would that be athletics, or is that just like a gimme? Since uh, it's like roll versus ducking. <laughs> <laughs> be athletics versus their gun roll. Ah, you can give that a shot, so to speak. Catch, catch, catch. Your there a dice roller. Horse and cart. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> after all, it says, yeah, it says nothing like uh, no animals were harmed in, in the making of this film. <laughs> okay, well, let's throw down some fate dice here and uh, generate some cover. That is not impressive. That is a whole whopping plus one. Well, that will be good enough because they got a zero, so. <laughs> I guess they weren't expecting to shoot and we weren't expecting to dodge. <laughs> we go to uh, Rupert. You've got the the temporary aspect of uh, undercover that Archie has given you. Okay, that that uh, the, then in that case, what uh, would be an interesting thing I can do when I'm in cover? I don't want to. I don't want to completely obliterate that aspect right away. Um, <laughs> Shoot the drums in front of us, <laughs> <laughs> or leaping out of cover. What are the things I might do? I could make a declaration or some of some sort, right? Yes. Could I uh, make a declaration and give the opposition aspects? Yeah. Hmm. In that case, well, uh, Rupert will squint at them from cover uh, and attempt, I don't know, maybe be a contacting role or an alertness thing, maybe to identify that these are the, uh, you know, these are the, the insane suicide type squad that, uh, you know, the Chimera Collective sends for, for, the most dangerous tasks, the and they're you know fanatic and and don't really care for their own safety. Are, are you rooting for them or for us? <laughs> Just saying they're not likely to leap for cover, you know. Oh well, it's, you could always shoot their cover, and then we could determine <laughs> that theirs is flammable and ours isn't. <laughs> I'll say if you can get um, a plus one, that that you're correct. Uh, and we'll uh, call it contacting or. Yeah, contacting sounds good. Okay. Let's you use green shrewd. for Greenland. <laughs> you are a shrewd judge of character. <laughs> uh, that's shoddy clothing that they have no respect for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that that is a plus one. That is that is a an average success then. So we'll squint out and, and bark something like Well oh, it's those uh, uh, madcap uh, suicide chaps from from the Chimera Collective. Amazingly accurate assumption. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell by the 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 lopsided sneer or something, <laughs> <laughs> or the gratuitous amount of skulls in their clothing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh yeah, maybe they have the like the skull lapels poking through the like mechanic overalls. It's a chimera that you can see. But... Chimera, chimera, yes, yes, of course, a she goat. <laughs> All right. So now they're they're attempting to uh, shoot Archie because he's not undercover. Okay. Wow. Note to self: join Rupert in cover. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a. Uh, actually, plus four. Holy cats! What is with <laughs> these mooks lately? <laughs> Hoo ha! Bru ha ha! Yeah, well, uh, that's athletics. Yes? Question mark. I suppose we could always roll high. I, I, my, my dice roller doesn't understand the concept, but let, let's roll and see where we stand here. You go dodging bullets because hey, that's what we do. It's not four. <laughs> not four. It, it, it broke even, so it's it's a two. Even's average. And let's see. Let's do let's do this. Okay. So things like windy flammable drums, horse and carts. Those are things that we can tag, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, we're going to tag uh, windy, and literally the way this is going to work is Archie's going to dive to the side, and he's literally in mid air when a freak gust of wind just pushes him and slides him along the uh, ice on the ground, bullets zipping and pinging in his wake. Brings me up to a four. Which is cool. If they're close, I <laughs> Of course, then, I think we have to make this interesting. Yay! And they will tag these flammable drums. So as you are <laughs> sliding across the ice, they're shooting at you and they hit the drum just near you and it explodes and sends out some shrapnel. So that'd bring them up to six. <laughs> fine, fine. We're going to turn this to a bidding war. And then a horse comes to my rescue. <laughs> the horse pulls out guns and lays on covering fire. <laughs> Trap. I, I think I'm going to have to take a two, because uh, I don't think of anything that I can do about this except skitter across the ice like a hockey puck. All right. So that's your number two stress box. Ow. Oh, you big baby. What? Wait, we reduced to the stress boxes, right? Correct. So how... I have some. I'm not sure how many. Looks like you have three. Okay. What was the base again? Base of three, and then... Okay. The bonus for endurance. Ow. Not exactly as I intended, but fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and then it's your turn to uh, act. Well, it's... They've officially shot first, so I guess I will gladly return fire. While we're sitting there, you know, sliding, uh, stumbling, skidding across the uh, tarmac, assuming that it's even tarmac, it might actually just be a grass field for all we know. Carefully manicured ice, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like a hockey rink. The snowy grass. That'll work. And, and we will shoot them, because we're actually pretty good at that. And that's a plus seven. Ooh, wow. Did I mention I'm sometimes dangerous? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have to do much, I think. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to be... Let's see if I tag. And they tag horse and cart. Oh, no! Yes. <laughs> Our supplies! <laughs> <laughs> As you're shooting at them, the horse and the cart jump because of all the gunfire and run well, across the... Exploding barrel might do it, too. Yeah, run across the, <laughs> the tarmac in front of you as you're shooting at them, and... I'll just shoot between the spokes. 
they are suicide goons, so they can take a shot and keep going. So you do manage to take out one of them. There we go. Leave something for Rupert. You can uh, (laughs) describe. Mind the cheese and the chocolate, man! (laughs) Well, if it... I imagine I shoot one in both legs, and he falls. All right. Oh, in the burning oil. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, he's dead, right? It's <laughs> a cruel century. <laughs> All right, Rupert. I guess Rupert's going to uh, thread his way through cover, hopefully, and try to get a hold of that horse and cart. What do you want to try to use for your... Uh, I, I would guess athletics to catch up with it uh, and still keep, you know, uh, more or less in cover. All right. That'll work. Well, it's, you could easily put the cart between you and your assailant. Yes. Well, yes. Of course, I, I did wear the old school tie, so I'm concerned for the safe, safety of the horse. I rolled atrociously. So, <laughs> um, fair, fair task. So what do you get? Uh, average for now. Okay. So it needs to be a plus two fair task. In that case, well, I do have under the wire. I do. I am used to weeding my way through um, potential danger. So let's invoke that. Kill one of my fate points. That'll work. And so I thread my way through uh, cover and grab the horse and cart. Aha! All right. Then it's the last of the the goons here. You know, I would ask them to surrender, but someone determined that they were suicidal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we might catch them before they do silly things to themselves. All right, that's another plus four against Archie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, you know... That horse and cart idea sounds uh, really good. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely more bulletproof than I am right now. Now if you want to tag it, it costs a fate point. Well, can I roll and then tag, depending on how atrocious I roll? Yes. Okay, let, let, let's roll and see if I'm going to need help. Oh, these dice just... Uh, this is not going to go well for Archie. L- l- looks like uh, we're tagging fate points again. Let's see, I have plus one, I need a plus four. Between the uh, wind and the flammable barrels, uh, thick smoke uh, rolls across the uh, runway, and uh, instead of uh, getting a solid meaty hit on me, I get winged. So that that's a one point. Now, let's convert that into a uh, consequence. So you got... Got a two in athletics and a minus one on the die roll, so that's a plus one. Uh, I can get to a plus three with a fate point, and I, I, that leaves me taking uh, one point of damage. Yes. Just your number one stress box, then. Yeah. Now, in, instead of a stress box, I can take a consequence. Yes. You wouldn't do that because a consequence leaves two, four, six. Depending on you know the level of the consequence, and since you only have one, it'd be kind of no point to take a consequence. All right, fine. We'll, we'll take another one. Ow! <laughs> getting, getting a little shot up here. You know what they say in uh, sports and uh, spirit of the century: three strikes and you're out. <laughs> in Rupert's case, it's five. <laughs> no, six. Union <laughs> European rules. <laughs> Archie's turn to finish this guy off. Well, I'm downright riled now. Stop it! That hurts! Bam, bam, bam. (laughs) 
And I will punctuate that with gunfire. It's the 1920s version of Die Hard 2. Yeah, well, that works out <laughs> to a plus four. Ro- rolled a little bit average there, but hey, you know, this is, that should get the point across and make him dodge a little bit. Well, they just disappeared, but he did have a plus five. My goodness, he's like a monkey or something. <laughs> so that was a plus five without uh, tagging anything? Yes. Slippery cuss. Since they're suicide goons, throws you off. Usually people kind of jump or dodge when you waltz are flying at him. It doesn't seem to mind. <sighs> fine, 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 fine. So, yes, he dodged. Rupert, <laughs> dispatch this fellow before he fills me full of holes again. Is it just the one meddler left? Yeah, the other guy's on fire. Cause <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I figured maybe there were more than two people, but okay, since they were so dangerous. But okay, in that case, you know, having the horse and cart under control, Rupert will draw the Polar Express, train the muzzle on the remaining, well, you know, goon, and um, fire. So let's see. Uh, this is a phrase you're looking for, a satanic mechanic. <laughs> Oh, but that's awful. Let's see. That's, that's, uh, that's average. Or I, I may need to tap something. Yeah, he's a plus two. Um, on the other hand, I'm, I think it's fun to miss. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold on to my fate point. <laughs> so, yeah. Archie is not getting the fun part of this. <laughs> Send a hail of lead in his direction, and he seems unfazed. Maybe he's reprioritized. Or shoot Rupert. Shoot <laughs> <laughs> your guy, yeah. <laughs> For being incompetent. <laughs> oh, no, just because you are sitting there gloating about all, uh, all those stress boxes. <laughs> I'm not gloating. Don't be silly. Yes, now that Rupert's firing at him, he'll... Uh... Fire this gun makes more noise than mine. Yes, spread the love. <laughs> and this is where he rolls a negative four. Oh, it looks like Rupert gets off easy. <laughs> uh, plus two. Plus two? Okay. What would Rupert do? Rupert would duck. No. No, he would not. He would, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Further endanger the, the expedition supplies. Yeah, okay. Uh, he's simply going to uh, dive for cover, I guess. Go with an athletics rule. <laughs> Stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> it's also say you could also say you're uh, using the cart to you know move away from the gunfire. This is true. Maybe I'll, I'll apply to survival instead and give the horse a slap and just hang on. That works. What does that get yeah. you? Yeah. Thanks, thanks for the assistance, there, Rupert. No, I can you're the most dangerous pistolier in the world. Are you saying that I should be taking care of you? <laughs> I'm saying you could take a couple of these bullets for me, maybe. I am. I'm just <laughs> avoiding, you know, actually <laughs> getting shot. <laughs> okay, so that's that is fair. A plus two. That will be enough. Back to Archie. Well, we really, really need to kill this guy because. Uh, I'm getting tired of uh, him shooting up the place. Next thing you know, he's going to put a bullet hole through my favorite uh, bottle of bourbon. That I'm not going to handle that well. <laughs> so that's a uh, five on the shooting part. Oh, hey. <laughs> he gets a five, too. 
<laughs> oh, it's a shame I spent a fate point and, and shot a, a drum that blew up right next to him. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now take him out. <laughs> so, so, I'm not playing around. <laughs> No, we'll have to pay for all of this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. <laughs> Archie gets to his feet, dusts himself off, walks a little shakily. So he's been shot and blowing up before the the adventure has even started. <laughs> <laughs> this is part of the adventure. <laughs> I guess Rupert will, will sort of uh, steer the horse around and uh, back toward the plane uh, and calm it down. I'm sure the plane's fine. <laughs> All right. Um, well, there you go. Well, uh, splendid, splendid work there, Mister Mister uh, Lewis. <laughs> Rupert, I'll, I'll, I'll Rupert pull down the tailgate the... of the cart, you know, <laughs> of the wagon. You know, make myself a bench and uh, just start looking. So, do you got a first aid kit or something in here? Oh, you big baby, that's not too bad. You could just uh, daub it with a bit of, um, bit of your favorite uh, spirit. My finger my jacket uh, through the bullet hole. Got shots here. That's <laughs> just, uh, it's just, uh, graze there. You know, you got more bumps from jumping on the ground and getting blown up. Getting blown up. But I agree, it was frightfully bad manners for him to shoot up your jacket like that. I do yeah. believe I have some needle and thread. Maybe some pomade for the hair, too. I'm sure it's uh, wind-swept and smoky. <laughs> of course. Who do you take me for, a barbarian? <laughs> Mustache wax. <laughs> <laughs> Two different kinds. I have my social mustache wax and my extreme <laughs> environment mustache wax. Well, that is just blubber, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you know, blubber is not... One would call a kissable material. Says <laughs> <laughs> you, I've met quite a few Inuit girls who wouldn't, you know, mind at all. <laughs> it's like, mm, blubber. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, we definitely dance in different circles. <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually I'm going to get around to uh, looking over these two dead bodies for clues. Unfortunately, I've pretty much narratively set them both on fire. So. <laughs> uh, well, one could have been, you know, just knocked down from the blast of the thing. Could be, as, you know, a little singed, but otherwise okay. Obviously, they're chimera goons, and the fact that they're in mechanics clothing implies that they have tampered with the plane. I hate yes. it when they do that. So we are even further delayed looking over the plane from head to toe for bombs and sabotage and tainted fuel, whatever mischief these miscreants could have gotten themselves into. Luckily, you are not only a crack shot, but also an engineer. Yes, with a love affair for the internal combustion engine. (laughs) Did I say that out loud? (laughs) And if anything untoward should combust, you'll spot it. (laughs) Yes, engine on fire. (laughs) I'm good like so I'd be um, engineering modified by investigation. Okay. Hmm. Investigation. That's an interesting concept. <laughs> this, this is this is what uh, engineering's all about. I, I think I can make this roll. But unless these guys are the masters of engineering, you have got to be kidding me. 
<laughs> I, just, I, I, I say we miss it and fly away, please. <laughs> Being a little shell shocked because of the lack of support from <laughs> Archie goes, it's fine. If there's a problem, we can fix it in midair. <laughs> It, it, it does come out to a plus one. If these guys are halfway competent, <laughs> that does not cut it. You find something that, oh, hey, that's obviously here. They tampered with this uh, this spark plug, and you fix that. And you think, ah, it's fine. I do, old boy. Let's get going. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the last he- we hear of our intrepid adventurers as they disappear <laughs> over the North Sea. <laughs> Oh man, this is not Archie's day. <laughs> Says, oh, down the two fate and I've got two wounds. But hey, uh, <laughs> a fatal plane. I do believe that in spirit of the century after uh, a conflict, you lose the stress, right? Yeah. By the time you get to the next scene, the stress will be gone. Well, in that case, I'm assuming Rupert's doing the flying after I get the plane off the ground. You know, I need to take a nap. Um. All right. <laughs> Just keep it pointing in this direction. Follow that bearing. You'll do fine. I get, in that case, you know, he'll sit down, and then once you're gone, he'll just, you know, slyly reach for the, you know, like chart and control manuals. <laughs> A plane will almost fly itself. Yes. Off you go across the North Atlantic. Or the what Atlantic, could possibly go wrong? <laughs> So, as you're approaching the land, which you assume is uh, Greenland. Okay. So, <laughs> Somewhere so we've been in the air a while. Yeah. You're looking around, and you know, there's the city you're supposed to land at. Uh, it should be dread ahead of you, and you don't see it. That's strange. Let me consult my maps again. Are we in the proper spot? Well, according to what, you know, you're following the instruments, and... Charting the, uh, the path, uh, it should be, unless your instruments were wrong. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Archie. <laughs> I seem to maybe perhaps have uh, made an error somewhere, and, well, I could use your expert opinion. Fine, fine, fine. We'll pull back our goggles and... <laughs> Take a look and see what Rupert's uh, managed to accomplish. I'll show him the charts and the, the instruments and the gauges and the missing so, uh, settlement. Says, well, you found the coastline. Excellent job. Uh, well, yes. <laughs> well, says, map's right. Hmm. Look over the edge, trying to see if I can uh, pick up anything like uh, an, an island or a outcropping uh, that would uh, give us a uh, landmark so so we can figure where we are on the map. Well, I was rather more uh, thinking you could, you know, uh, tell me whether these instruments are, you know, <clears throat> tampered with. Oh, sure, they're fine. Let me pop off the panel while we're flying and I'll take a look at it. <laughs> All right. Can I actually roll for that? Or <laughs> sure. Okay, that works itself out to plus six. And I actually have some way to narrate this if you want. Sure. Pop off the instrument panels, look around. So it's like, 
ah, everything's fine. Except for this bar magnet next to the compass. Because <laughs> that shouldn't be there. <laughs> that works. <laughs> so, you figure, uh-oh, you're way off course, and since you My only had... low on had, fuel. Yeah, you had you know, no margin. You're not going to be able to make it to anywhere that has an airfield before you run out of fuel. Well, I'm... Yeah. Hmm, I'm glad I brought Rupert along, because someone's going to have to yeah. hold my ass <laughs> <laughs> out of here. Well, give me the stick, and I'll see if I can land this thing in one piece. It's all yours. I'll uh, prep the parachutes. We have parachutes? Do we? Don't we? Well, if you if you want parachutes, uh, I think that'd take a uh, fate point or come up with a declaration or something. No, 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 no. It's much more fun to go, don't we? Yeah. Wasn't that on the list? Didn't you pack the parachutes? <laughs> Do you know how big a parachute is? You're the one who wanted to be well supplied. Oh, for heaven's sake. I'll just strap my like we're end off course or anything. <laughs> if you had parachuted while you're flying over the North Atlantic, you'd been dead when you hit the water anyway, so. <laughs> the waste of weight. <laughs> Absolutely. So you gotta be practical about these things. Well, hey, I guess I should make a piloting roll to land this thing in one piece. Yeah, so... That was excellent, yes. We're going to take our time. We're going to do this nice and carefully. We're going to tap Rupert's eagle-eye knowledge of the land for finding a flat place, so we'll actually do a couple of passes. Yeah, we're not going to go about willy-nilly on here, so... Rupert, if you would like to lend a hand pointing out a good place to land... Yeah, how would I do that? If you want to, you can just say you, you use your uh, survival skill to create a like a temporary, ah, yes. create an aspect of you know, um, an ice sheet or something, a frozen lake. Uh, yes. Yeah, something like that. Well, yes, okay. Um, an average survival skill. To- okay, I need an average. Okay, bum 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 bum, and that is uh, far over average. Well, one over average, a fair fair success with survival. So a uh, spot. An appropriate spot, maybe, uh, like you said, a frozen over lake. No, 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 no. A frozen inlet, of course. That's much cooler. Um, so we'll have the, you know, the, the low, uh, fjord-like cliffs that you have to, like, uh, swoop in between, like a, like a, a, a wintry vulva or something. <laughs> Very cinematic. <laughs> and I may not be able to engineer things when I'm slightly exploded, but I can land this plane on an icy fjord. <laughs> you certainly have the extremes of of the dice today. <laughs> yes. Okay, so that's a plus five. We we bring this thing down like we meant to. Yeah, I was, was going to be a good piloting role, and that's we we'll bring it down, and it's still a functional airplane. Huzzah! <laughs> If we only had fuel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, you land smoothly. All your uh, equipment and everything is intact and airplanes intact. At least until spring. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's months away, dear. <laughs> dear man. <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, now that we're on the ground and we're unpacking supplies... Based on the fact that we were heading a little bit more south than intended, do you think you can get a fix on our location? Absolutely. Uh, in fact, I believe uh, this might be close to an old uh, neighborhood of mine from uh, one of my previous trips. 
Also, uh, it shouldn't be uh, that hard to simply spy the stars and, and uh, you know, look the coastline up and down and then make uh, a reasonable assumption as to where we are. Uh, the, the the job, of course, would uh, simply be to get all of our equipment up uh, these steep um, slopes. Oh, I'm sure we can handle that. Just a half ton of gear and the two of us with... <laughs> <laughs> I like your attitude, my boy. Completely <laughs> missing the point. <laughs> well, I do have athletics uh, at fair, so it's not impossible. <laughs> and I even have uh, resolve it good, so it's like I'm actually stubborn enough. I think I could pull this off. <laughs> Describe how you want to, what skill or how you want to go about getting out of this. Well, one of the neat things is I have this thing called the Lewis Personal Equipment Frame, which is a metal harness that I wear under my jacket for concealing a number of gadgets. And I have something called the Universal Gadget, which is I wear on my side. So while we're unpacking the plane, I am actually going to slightly modify the blades of the uh, frame to act as the equivalent of uh, pythons and extra hooks. So I can literally move one of my arms up, jab it into the ice and rock, and I can hang there for hours because the frame is doing a, a lot of the work for me. Watch out for that thin patch. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I definitely have the gadgetry to help me climb up, up this rocky face uh, with uh, ice and everything else. Of course, well, I'm sure we have plenty of supplies on top of that. So between the supplies and the personal frame, Archie, who, though is not a expert rock climber, is a rock-solid amateur. Cool. All right. And Rupert, I imagine he's just a freaking billy goat. <laughs> <laughs> It'll take uh, good whatever skills or methods you want to use to get out of here, to get out of here with all your equipment intact. Okay. Um, athletics for Rupert then. Oops. Not five and dice. Sure. Oops. If the GM doesn't catch it, it's okay, right? <laughs> no, those are all blanks, so that's a um, a, a good effort. That's enough. Okay. I hope. Well, if I get a situational uh, modifier... For for the equipment, uh, I can I can get that up to fair at plus two, including athletics. Would have been a little bit dire if I uh, didn't have the extra gear to uh, make up for it. But we can scale this face, yeah. and we probably get to the top about time to make camp. <laughs> yeah, I'll say that, um, well, if you, got, you only got fair though, and you need a good. And oh, so I needed a good. Okay. Oh crap. Right now you'll you'll make it, but it's gonna end up that um, you will have lost some of the equipment that would have fallen out of a uh, your pack and to the uh IP. Well if that's what happens, that's what happens. Because you know, being uh trapped in the uh, Arctic like this, burning my feet points willy nilly, not a good idea. So we'll we'll save our last two precious feet points. This is when at camp you you sit down and you Exhale and uh, and stretch and go ah and now for that bourbon and then. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll say you got it. You guys have got an aspect of low on supplies. Oh, okay. Because after all, it, it isn't a Rupert adventure unless you're 
lost low on supplies in an Arctic environment. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure your character is not concerned at all about freezing to death. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've been through worse. <laughs> I'm back in 18. <laughs> it's going to be a long trip. Well, <laughs> it's getting dark and the stars are coming out. Can you figure out where we are? Please tell me it was just a bourbon and not the compass and sextant and the other stuff that we needed. <laughs> compass and sextant. Oh, no, no, no. I can need all of that. See, that there is the poster. And that there is, uh, where, where, what is that? That is, uh, that is a cloud. Yes. Yes. And I get, yeah, okay. If, if we want to figure out where we are and, and make a course, I guess that's a survival. Yeah. Roll. Okay. The better you get, the more precise and knowledge about where you, where you are. Yep. 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 I guess you would call that legendary. Yeah. I think on the scale. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. And now I remember. I was passed here a couple of years ago. As a matter of fact, I set up a supply cache here. <laughs> or is that pushing it? No, I'm now, I'm, it's it's a little silly, but I, you know, I'd like to keep the low and low on supplies in in play. I would say you could um, maybe get a a spin, basically a plus one on any sort of hunting or gathering to uh, try to offset that low supplies because you know the area. Oh, well, if you need a name for the spin, old stomping grounds. (laughs) (laughs) Not only do you know where you are, you've been through here before. (laughs) Yeah. So how bad is it? (laughs) Are we like 200 miles from civilization? Ah, yes. We are? Dirk. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you're well away from... Where you intended to, to land, uh, you're actually probably ended up closer to where you think that line where the beam came from goes. Oh, oh, oh. So in, well, in that case, Rupert is all about, you know, well, well, we don't have to go back to town. That will be useless. Let's simply forage on and, you know, sing and be merry. Right. I know Yankee Doodle <laughs> Dandy. <laughs> I don't know that one. Teach it to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there is such a thing as chipper to a fault. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that would be the compel version or, or uh, the ascend version of it. I could see that. Uh, it puts down the aspects as, it's okay if I'm shot as long as uh, <laughs> you shoot Rupert first. <laughs> okay, well, I find it rather fortuitous that we got lost in the direction we were going. Yes, I don't believe any of the uh, suicide goons had that in, in mind. I'll put that up to your excellent navigation skills, and we didn't end up somewhere in the Atlantic. Well, yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's call it the Queen's uh, intuition or something. Sure. Which one? <laughs> which, which who? <laughs> Her Majesty, the the Queen of England, of course. Ah. Which one did you that? think I was talking about? <laughs> You got so many of them. Not the, the United Kingdom. If it was just United waves Kingdom in the general point, direction of Europe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I, I think uh, we should set up a camp. It, given how close we are, probably would be in our best interest not to put out a big shiny fire that they could see from 50 miles away. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. 
um, that that would go under the whole survival thing. I hope. Yeah. Just basic basic camp. You know, we might be able to use this to our advantage. Uh, it's obvious that they knew we were coming, but assuming that they got the news that their people failed, they would think that we would fly to our, along our normal intended path. And now we are hours, if not days, ahead of schedule. We can use this uh, element of surprise, such as it is. Now you're thinking as a survivor, uh, Mr. Lewis. <laughs> I like your attitude. This is, of course, as, as Rupert is digging uh, ceaselessly the, uh, you know, the the entrenchment to avoid the wind and sort of to make a, a, a cubby or whatever to sleep in. Igloo. Igloo, yes. <laughs> Why not? We will fade to black as as you tell him that. Well, you know, you have to huddle together for warmth during the night. <laughs> <laughs> well. There's worse things that could happen. Again, that whole freezing My mustache is quite soft. (laughs) That's a little too close. (laughs) We can huddle back to back, you know. Ah, yes. (laughs) And this is when Dirk rolls for the weather and comes up with blizzard. (laughs) I love the smell of a blizzard in the morning. He did such a good job on his survival roll, it seems uh, nasty to make him roll for more. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it did give me a spin, so, I mean, that presumes there's more to come, right, with an advantage. So, Well, we we do have to trek across X number of miles, and who knows what we're going to find at the end of that. Well, then again, maybe you do know what we're going to find at the end of that. <laughs> Did I mention God, the I... Icelandic equivalent of Mount Doom? <laughs> yeah, I, I do very much hope that I won't run into Leif Erikson again. <laughs> Ice zombie Leif Erikson. <laughs> oh, and if you didn't know, Iceland is the home of many prominent volcanoes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Luckily, we're on Greenland. <laughs> Oh, okay, fine. I'm only off by a major landmass. You guys begin your trek across the frozen uh, glaciers of Greenland. Sure. Aha. On ski, of course. Sure. And Rupert, uh, it, Rupert, Rupert has a, a nice, uh, you know, uh, stride to it, and uh, you know, he's humming or singing unbearably. Archie is grumbling and following in his tracks as best possible because you you let. The survivalist type sit there, uh, break trail. <laughs> Going to and die, my Yankee doodle doo. <laughs> yeah. I'll be so glad to get someplace I can shoot someone. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, or- orienteering, I guess, via survival. Uh, and yeah, maybe we want to cut to something, uh, else. Ice shark! <laughs> <laughs> You guys have been following along your track of where you think this uh, line of death beam leads, and it's leading towards the northern tip of Greenland. Holy cats! That's some inhospitable terrain! Even Rupert would probably agree with that. (laughs) As you're trekking north, you see something through the snow you can just make out on the peak of this mountain. It looks something man-made. Say, Archie, do you see that strange 
seeing over there. I believe that's our destination. And he starts looking for cover, snowbanks, snowdrifts, anything that we could use to approach this without being so terribly obvious. Not that anybody inside would think to look outside, but (laughs) one never knows. So you're going to try to approach with uh, stealth? Absolutely. Sure. Guns blazing has its place, but we're low on supplies, and I don't necessarily want to burn this place to the ground this time. Well, give me a stealth roll, and you've got, like, those aspects that let you do it despite the circumstances, right? The stunts. Absolutely. Let's see. uh, Well, this is maybe not the most stark white landscape. is isn't maybe the most easiest place to be stealthy. It doesn't seem to affect you. <laughs> well, it's, it's all matter in uh, taking advantage of uh, the shadows and the terrain. Come on, dice roll. Well, unmodified plus two. And do I need to spend fate points to bring in the master of shadows and hide in plain sight? Probably, yeah. Okay, we'll burn a fate point for that. Or- See, there's a reason I kept these around. Okay. So you're making your way towards this tower structure on the top of this mountain. And as you're looking at uh, the approachable path up here, you spot a um, figure just standing there in the snow. Like on patrol guard duty or standing there like waiting for us like we were expected? They look like they're on guard duty, though they must have been unmoving for quite a while because, you know, the snow is kind of blowing around them. I'm trying to mention, imagine this. They're like guards that have been standing there long enough for the snow to accumulate on them, on yes. their shoulders and hats. Yes. Huh. I'll, I'll whisper over the Rupert. says, that's just strange. You think they're froze to death out there? Well, stranger things have happened. There's loyal, but there's that stupid loyal. Yeah, well, we, we did say we're dealing with an evil mind. Yeah, yeah. Well... We try to circumvent them. I, I am assuming, of course, they're at a conveniently located choke point. <laughs> yes. Well, if we can sneak in, get a look closer, get a look at them, because there's just something seriously wrong with this picture. It's like, you know, what's the worst that could happen? I'm simply going to break stealth and, and ski in among them and, and have a, a closer look. Robert! <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll pull out my guns and covering. <laughs> All right, I'll uh, yeah, I'll give you a a fate point for what the worst what's the worst that can happen. Okay. You go skiing up, and you've seen this before. Uh, their frozen, undead faces turn towards you. Oh no! <laughs> you have got to be kidding me! <laughs> the undead Norseman. <laughs> oh dear! Did I? I did. I put them to sleep last time. Yeah, this is really evil. I, I guess uh, Rupert's going to be uh, severely taken aback for a moment uh, when he realizes who and what they are. Yes. So Rupert is a bit uh, stunned as these figures move towards him. So Archie, what are you doing? Uh, well, is it obvious that? They are some kind of frozen undead. You can see they're very anachronistically attired, and they have, like, axes and swords. And 
<laughs> axes and swords. That I can understand. So they shamble forward to chop Rupert the bits. Yes. That I understand. <laughs> we open fire. <laughs> Well, I got a range advantage here. Uh, you want to do some scene aspects before we start, maybe? Hmm, okay. Well, uh, fathoms of snow or something? Fathoms. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we, we got that. Sure. Well, uh, narrow pass. That's certainly a uh, scene aspect. Yeah, we're not, not going to be uh, running past them. Mm. Hmm. Because, hey, who knows when it might come in advantage. Slippery slope. (laughs) That can work both ways, you know. All right. That's that's good. Wow. Okay. I guess Archie will shoot at the axe and sword wielding uh, frozen dead. (laughs) And, you know, and just kind of clinically he's thinking, I wonder where their vital spots are. Let's see. We, we just might have to just shoot them uh, on general principles, but unfortunately, I didn't bring a flamethrower. <laughs> I was not anticipating frozen undead of the north, so we'll shoot nice big chunks out of them. Ah, uh, this is not Archie's story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a minus two, so we got uh, that brings us down to fair. Yeah, I'm not ready to spend that last fate point. So uh, these scene aspects are are these something we can use for free the first time or correct? Well, let's go with narrow pass then. Yeah. And uh, they are bunched up at the beginning, and, and they make a nice juicy fat target, and that that will bring us up to let's see one, two, three, four. Great. They're currently at zero, but they'll use their aspect of uh, Undead Norseman. <laughs> you can take a few chunks out of them before it really affects them. And it's like, ha! Well, they're not quite bleeding to death, are they, Rupert? <laughs> so you, you're able to uh, hit a couple of them and blow their skulls off and they stagger and drop into the snow. So there's only two left now to Chop Rupert. Rupert, aim for the head! <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, so much for stealth. I can imagine people inside going, I say, dear, did you hear some gunshots and... <laughs> <laughs> the collective sitting around at the hot table with Martini. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how evil rolls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't take the... the Fathoms of snow to uh, keep Rupert from escaping from them. Backpedaling in skis. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get him to plus three. Okay. Hmm. I was thinking of doing maybe something different, something fun, like declaring by, say, academics uh, and experience that the the hafts and helves of their various weapons are long rotted and won't really hold up to any serious use. So as they, you know, come swinging and, you know, Rupert starts to fend for himself ever so so clumsily, uh, you know, uh, they break in twain. How would I do that? Well, first now, you're just defending yourself. You can do that next once right. your 
turn. Yeah, that's oh. cool. Creating an aspect, something yeah. to that effect. Uh, let, let's call this a uh, plain athletics roll then, to sort of bob and weed. Oh, minuses. Oh, dear. Yeah. That puts me at, uh, where were they? At good? At good? Yes. Okay, and I'm at average. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold on to my fate points for now and, and take, um, uh, the stress. And it's the number two stress box? Two stress box, yeah. Okay. So, you know, uh, I guess, uh, you know, they, they, they pierce his, uh, his, uh, jacket and, and, uh, you know, shave some, some wool from the collar and so forth. Yeah. Yeah, right. I get shot and blown up, and you get your fur trim mangled. <laughs> I see how this goes. Well, maybe, you know, one of them thrusts at his brow, and, and you know, his fine woolen cap that his grandmother knitted for him, you know, is, is yeah. riven, and, and he gets a little, you know, red spot at, it, at his hairline, you know. I'm, I'm sure we can work something out. <laughs> As Rupert hulks out, that was my mom's cap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then, man, this is also the, the stunned round for Rupert. So yes, we'll go back to Archie. Is it okay for me to shoot at them even when they've engaged in melee? Sure. Okay. We'll take careful aim and we'll try to blow away another one or two of these. Because honestly, you know, when it comes to fighting in the melee, it's Rupert that's in the line of fire, not me. So <laughs> I'm sure he'll you be. See fun. how karma works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've only got like a plus six. Hold still, Rupert. I'll get him. And he's sitting there paralyzed with fear. <laughs> so yeah, I think a plus six should at least dispatch something. Yeah, you uh, you will get one of them. There we go. Splash a little frozen slush of a brain uh, on Rupert's uh, nice uh, jacket. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just being cruel. <laughs> now Rupert has uh, recovered from his initial fright. All right. Regaining his British composure, uh, he'll attempt to make that uh, declaration then that I had in mind. The, the one about the rotten halves and, and handles? Yes, 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 uh, and yes. Can I throw out a little bit of uh, narrative scenery for that? Please do. I can totally imagine one of them swinging at Rupert, and R- Rupert actually crossing his arms to block it, and the uh, weapon half actually like just snaps over his arms, and the, and the uh, blade goes sailing off into the snow. It looks very heroic, even though you didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Would that be uh, an attack, or would it be a declaration with an aspect? Uh, I mean, how w- how would we do it? Yeah, I'd say that seems like a declaring an aspect. Okay. So I'd say fair. Fair. Okay. Oh, uh, where does that put me? Uh, that puts me at fair. So uh, yes. Aha! I can't come up with any uh, hilarious quips. So um. Ta-da. <laughs> well, huzzah always works. Just say, uh, uh, yes. Rotted weaponry or something. <laughs> rotted halves, eh? Huzzah! <laughs> the last one's attempting to hit you with his rotted weapon. Yeah, that's not going to be very good, though. He's, though he's knocking you back down this slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like a titanic blow. <laughs> so that... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so it's plus one that he's attacking you with. Let's see what I do on the, the athletics in my skis. 
that's a pretty decent troll, actually. Uh, I think that's, what's it called? Um, superb. It's a superb athletics role in skis. So I can imagine he's sort of, <laughs> I don't know how it will look in the fathoms of snow, but I guess he's uh, sidestepping or leaping about and then um, making the best of the slippery effects of the slope. Oh, dude, this is like, m- maybe I just got cinema in mind, but let me rephrase this in Todd vision for you. Rupert no. on ice? No, no. <laughs> we, 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 we hear the inhuman roar of the uh, ice zombie, and it literally does a double-fisted swing at you, smashes into you. You take the blow. There's a, a blast of snow as you are thrown back, hit the slippery uh, slope on your skis, but because, hey, you are Rupert of the North, you sit there and do that X-cross things with your skis, and like oh, yes. come sliding to a, a uh, halt, you know, almost like yeah, yes, I'm a badass and I do this all the time. <laughs> At least that's Todd Vision. <laughs> Stopped inches before the cliff. Absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, so then Archie. Well, hey, I have a clear shot. Yes, you do. Yeah, I kind of like this. I kill Rupert is the punching bag. <laughs> and this poor guy's dead again. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We dispatched that uh frozen popsicle. Same bits of Norsemen scattered all about the terrain. <laughs> <laughs> as, as Archie's reloading and walking past the uh, ice zombies, he just kinda nonchalantly mentions I bet there's a lot of historical information you could gather from these corpses. Yeah, and quite. Keep, and then keeps on going. <laughs> <laughs> Gathered most a few years ago. <laughs> oh, so you knew these were here. Well, yes. Well, last time I was here, I put them to sleep. Or rather, I, I, I convinced them to sort of snooze happily like like good boys. And now they're back. And I'm... Uh, Rupert? Yes. Are these the same ones? Well, yes, they rather look like the same ones. I would, I would hazard a guess to say that they are the exact same band of, 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 uh, of unwashed reavers that, uh, that I, I, uh, eluded some years ago. There's something to be said about karma that if you don't dispatch of your enemies, they come back to haunt you. Yes, it would really just misunderstood, or so I thought. <laughs> I understood them perfectly. They speak, they spoke. Archie sits there and stumbles on the words. You mean spake? Spake. (laughs) Spake violence and death and destruction. I am familiar with these uh, terms. This is a language I totally understand. Yes, well, some of us have a more optimistic view of the world, but, um, you know. I have an optimistic view of the world. If everyone was equally equipped with the finest of Lewis firearms, everyone would be a lot more respectful. Yes, yes. Let's just let's just pick up our gear and and, and check out this this strange um, um, tower e- erection. Yes, <laughs> I refuse to believe we have a prominent erection in the icy north. <laughs> it's not our erection; it's the erection. <laughs> it's just too cold. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in Greenland. <laughs> All right, so continue your ascent. Yes, sure. We'll try to be stealthy, but 
Archie's heart isn't in it anymore because, well, it's, like I said, uh, it's a, a, unless that is a well insulated <laughs> tower, they, they they probably heard something. It is a tower. It it could be, I suppose, a giant weapon. Oh yeah, it'd be nice if it was completely automated and empty, and we just go and turn on the off switch. Turn off the on switch. Pretend <laughs> would that be Rupert? <laughs> Well, you're the, you, you are the engineer. I, I just, I just forage through the snow. We'll, we'll figure it out and take notes. Alright, so. Up the slope we go. Let's say, oh, alertness. Got a few points in that. Let's roll the appropriate number of dice. Hmm. Well, I'm at a two. Uh, and three. This is Rupert's element. Alright, so you're making your ascent and you can see movement in the snowy rocks ahead. More of these ice goons? Might be, might be. Well, let's say we take, uh, we keep to the stealthy approach and, and see if we can, uh, pierce deeper, uh, before we start making a mess of everything. Right. Follow me. And Rupert's on his tail. And we do the sneaky sneak thing. Do your sneaky stealth stuff. Oh, fine. It's just going <laughs> to actually make me roll. I got a plus three. Miracles of miracles. I'm actually rather good at this when I take the time. <laughs> <laughs> so then you are able to uh, find a path through the, the ice and rocks, and these group of shambling undead don't seem to notice you. You, you, you can hear them sort of shamble in the background and the clink of mail and... and um like, we have to have the, the Lord of the Rings rip-off where we sort of huddle under a, an outcropping of rock and there's the... <laughs> One comes uh, right up looking over it. <laughs> yes. Ab- absolutely. Very cool. I get the sneaky impression they do wake up and move when there's movement and noise in the neighborhood. So, yeah, these guys are probably rock solid like the other bunch in, until the gunplay went off. Probably have a point, yes. Rupert, how many of them are there? Well, well, if I recall my history correctly, they did have a certain, uh, you know, colonization uh, efforts uh, toward the the Americas once upon a time. Uh, and, you know, uh, quite a few of them got stuck on Greenland since uh, they were lured there with promises of Greenland. Of course, you can't see much green anymore, can you? Uh, well, Rupert, any, Rupert. Anytime. Sorry, yes. Do the whole finger thing uh, with the eyes. Focus. How right. many? Well, last time they were, I wouldn't say they were more than three, four score. Like a hundred? Uh, well, not quite that many, but that's as many as I have uh, encountered. Maybe there are more. Maybe there were more of them. At the turn of the century, had they invented the face palm yet? <laughs> Oh, we'll do it anyway. We're 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 progressive uh, trendsetters, right? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, they were snoozing like good lads. But when I left them, I did, certainly did not anticipate to see them anymore. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> I don't know why, but I believe you. <laughs> and we'll carefully move up that wonderful narrow pass after after the goon squad has left. Hopefully, they have no initiative and won't do anything like. Hmm. Our brother have their skulls blown off. <laughs> Perhaps they'll say, oh, they're motionless. They're resting. <laughs> they're just lying down for a bit. 
is they, they may not have a firm grasp on death. Death. Blah, blah. All right, you guys. You're able to continue your Perilous ascent, yes. And uh, you notice something moving through the skies around the mountain. It looks like a large airship coming up to this. Uh, of a particular manufacturer that we're aware of. <laughs> Classic hits. <laughs> Possibly. Well, the, there's only one, I hope. <laughs> Oh, well, this bodes well. Possibly have been constructed by Shaq Khan. <laughs> Aren't you just kidding? I still love that name. This is, this is just getting better and better. Arrgh. Well, when you're on an airship in the Arctic, nobody looks out the windows, right? Love <laughs> <Probably> you. <laughs> it's white. You know what? With the neat thing about an airship, you could dock at the top. <laughs> Which unfortunately doesn't necessarily mean much for ground entrances, but we'll sit there and uh, try to approach the base of this tower and see if we can find some way in that does not announce our presence. Yeah, now that we're closer to the tower, is it built out of any kind of any specific material or any particular style, or is it in fact a building or metallic construction? It looks kind of like something Tesla would build. Like his, I mean, uh, it's actually like made out of wrought iron, <laughs> yeah, black iron. What else are you gonna have a big death tower Tesla coil thing made out of? That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lick it. Uh, Rupert looks looks too like. <laughs> so you can see you know, at the top there's kind of a big round Tesla coil kind of thing with a. Antenna sticking up the top of it. Um, so does this place reek of ozone? <laughs> <laughs> it would seem appropriate for some reason. Then it, there's the, the spindly high tower part. Then it comes down and widens out more mm. to a building. You can see the airship is pulling up to the the top of the the building portion of it. And you can see a uh, big, you're looking for an entrance on the ground floor, you know, see oh, yeah. big doors and a few uh, shambling individuals hanging out around the entrance. Of course, he's, this place has got great security because, you know, after all, it's uh. northern Greenland! <laughs> so you gotta keep the riffraff out! <laughs> it's an evil lair. So. I know, I know, it's just... <laughs> Archie is just like wanting to beat his head against the iron walls. It's like, yeah, can you climb that? Not really. <laughs> you just lick your palm and it sticks right to it. <laughs> yeah, no. No, we probably don't have the supplies. For what? Man, if we had electromagnets, we could walk up this thing like we're a fly. Well, don't you, you have a universal, universal gadget? gadget? <laughs> huh. Let me see what we got in our supplies. I don't know if we have enough battery power. This is where the GM waves the low on supplies fate point. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I'm not going to deny your ability to use your universal gadget. Well, I'm going to deny my ability to. <laughs> ah, oh, it's, it's, ah, 
I, I'm torn between going either way, either being deprived and, and maybe trying to eke out a fate point for it or uh, spending a fate point and, and, and getting clever access to this building. Well, what do you think, Rupert? Uh, you don't have to spend a fate point for the universal gadget. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, if I don't have to spend my last fate point, uh, sure, we'll make a shot at this. So these people did not th- think about somebody of my intellect scaling the outside. At least this, is, this, Dirk, is when you uh, compel this won't hurt a bit. As they activate the Bisla Tower. <laughs> 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 now, they won't activate it while the airship's attached to it. See? Oh, well. <laughs> I've got my safety protocols all figured out. <laughs> I'll give you a, a fate point for your uh, Ghostwalker Shadow Stalker to go. I'm going to go climb up the side of that because that sounds like a thing that Archie would do. <laughs> Just stealthily sneak right up the side. Sure, sure. We can do this. Maybe. Sort of. I've got fair in engineering, and that's that's a plus two, so yeah, we can do this. We won't have enough power to descend, but <laughs> I, I think we can uh, make it to the top before the batteries geek out. Give up the ghost, so to speak. All right, so you guys climb up the... The side. Just like that Batman and Robin fellows. <laughs> <laughs> With the same kind of camera. <laughs> the side of the tower. <laughs> I have to admit, as a little kid, I was totally duped by how they did that. Yeah. <laughs> so you make up to the top, just in time to... Uh, See a group walking in, and Rupert recognizes one of them as the famous Arctic explorer, Frederick Cook. (laughs) I guess that'll give him a a, a sound uh, stunning. (laughs) Does Cook appear to be in irons or, you know, friendly disposed to the the others? He does not appear to be in any way bound. Out of the frying pan sounds so tempting, so I think Rupert's going to make a loud ha huh! and give himself away. And sort of rise, I guess, and then point and go, You cook, you old dog! Alright. <laughs> that sounds like a, worth a fake point. <laughs> Does he get an extra fake point if I push him off the tower? <laughs> <laughs> yes, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> Are you in cahoots with these madmen? Archie is just like gasping for air, like, ah, 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 <laughs> He is, uh, surprised to see a couple of people on the top of uh, this building who aren't supposed to be here. <laughs> in the middle of Northern Greenland. <laughs> Until he yells, guards over here. He and, oh, about four guys. Come running towards you. What kind of guys? These are actual living humans. Bleeding. <laughs> who appear dressed in the, the uniforms of the Chimera Collective. Dear, okay. There is a target written all over them. <laughs> and just for fun, is that going to be our cliffhanger? Yeah, that's around. I'm thinking oh. ending it somewhere about here. Dun dun dun, Frederick Cookie Bastard. <laughs> nah, I guess, you know, unless you wanted to have a verbal exchange with him before. Well, uh, 
um, it would be it would have to be really brief. It's cooler to have a reveal and then uh, go to the um, what do we do now that the, um, now that they're hurling themselves at us. I like that. I was you know before we you know had the idea to start climbing. I had a vague idea of maybe uh, trying to use rapport on the on the, the undead Norse. <laughs> That's, that might have worked if you would have spoke up. Yes. <laughs> well, I was sort of mulling over what, uh, you know, I had to help you out get, uh, help you get fate points and so on. But, um, yeah, it would have been fun to have Rupert, you know, walk up and go, uh, something like, yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm having a, a, yes, like a, a shambling conversation. Imagine that as conversationalists go, they, they speak rather slowly. Yes. What would be old Norse for brains? <laughs> um, I don't know. We could go with the the uh, the old. Uh, I don't know which which conjugation version this is, but um, house I is head. So I guess that's close enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, just head, head. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, um, skull or something like that with, for skull. I I like that skull. <laughs> yes, that that would be appropriate, creepy in multiple language. <laughs> Great. Well, cool beans. I did not I know really where this was going, but it went well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for stepping for up. Once uh, you got yeah. to Greenland, I was in between, I was looking for a good, exciting way to do that. <laughs> I, it, that's what I freaking love about Satsi is it. You know, you sit there, you grab a few ideas, and it just kind of organically falls out right. So, yay! <laughs> Matter of fact, I've got uh, a friend uh, in Skype who was talking about fate, and I said, I just happened to be playing Spirit of the Century. So, I plan to blather to them about today's story, and says, it's not as horrific as you think it is. <laughs> He's oh, a very traditional a- game player. Ah, I so, see. And, and the idea of what do you mean it's narrative? And I don't have strength, con, and dexterity. <laughs> you do. Might, athletics, and, uh, yes. and uh, stuff. <laughs> yes, abs- absolutely. If you, if you wanted to play it more that way, you, you can play it more and downplay yeah. the, the player input on narrative mm-hmm. if you wanted to. I don't know why you would, but... Well, or you downplay it until they warm up to it. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, they're swinging from chandeliers and grabbing dragons yeah. by their horn. Yeah. And the things like, uh, I actually played in an old D&D basic game a while ago, and it was hard to go back to, wait, what do you mean? I can't just throw out a fate point and say, I have that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to have an inventory. Yeah. <laughs> What is well, this you encumbrance you, you talk about? Enjoy, you have to enjoy that style. I mean, you have to buy into that style, obviously. Yeah, like, uh, if you're playing that, you need to have the, the, the scrap of paper with all your stuff on yeah. and enjoy the, 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 the masochistic um, element of, of not having what you need. And also just the um, trying to play that, but still I tried to be kind of inventive in other than just I go and I make my attack roll. I tried to, you know, come up with yeah, yeah, more inventive yeah. ways of 
Well, I I grab the tapestry and throw it over the top of the the monsters, things that were kind of outside the normal traditional rules. <laughs> I have two dots in in improvised weapon. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all take care, and I'll catch you next week. All right. Thanks for Bye-bye. the bye. Bye bye. Which ties into the hilarity of the old Norse concept of death, but uh, let's not go into that now. I, I guess I should just ask you real quick. Does it relate to zombies? Uh, no, but uh, death was considered uh, in many places to be uh, simply another stage of life. So uh, in many mounds, you would have a, a person buried sitting up facing the, the settlement they came from. Uh, and people would consider, you know, going to the mounds uh, and talking to their elders a normal thing. Oh, that's and, and prominent citizens would have open graves. You can co- go and petition them. Um, I, so yeah, you were doing good up until that last step. So, okay, <laughs> we just went off into creepy. <laughs> but it would make a good setting, though, especially yeah. if uh, you know the local priest had speak with dead. <laughs> well, yeah, or or just you know the local uh, heir. <laughs> It's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com, find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.